So that's the point we've gotten to with TikTok where it's just all noises that make us laugh. Yeah. Like right, the funniest right, thing to right. me is just that snoring noise. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> that always scares me when it pops up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's hilarious. It's intense. It's not for everybody. It's not. No. But that's all good. Guys, we have a new voice on the podcast today. We have making his podcast debut, Noah the Intern. Official title, mm-hmm. Noah the intern. Official. Noah's been interning here for a few weeks now, I'd say. You took a week off for spring break. I Must did. be nice. Went to Must South be. Padre. Went to South Padre. Skipped right through North Padre. How was how, how was South Padre? Was it lit? As the kids would say, yeah, it was lit. It was lit, yeah. It was dumb litty. It was dumb litty. You had a couple kickbacks, a couple commenced suck downs. <laughs> you had a little bit of everything. Yeah, I mean, every suck down did come with a kickback, but... Absolutely. Yeah, so there were a few suck downs. You're happy to be back, though, in North happy Dakota? Happy to be back, yeah. That's Came good. back with some nasty tan lines, but... You do, your hat one is really bad. Yeah, it's, it's still it's a little visible today, yeah, but... Ooh. Oh, it's, it's actually gotten better. Well, yeah, maybe. I'm just getting less tan everywhere else. Gotcha. It's just evening out that way. Pretty there much. So, Noah's joining us for the podcast today. Welcome, Noah, and you are tuned into the Goose Egg Sports Podcast, which is the only podcast that Russell Westbrook listens to during his morning shoot-around session. Oh, God, that's why he uh, brick shots all the time. Exactly, because he's just listening to us and laughing his ass off. Yeah, I was laughing his ass off. I'm your host, Matt, a.k.a. the newest Providence Friar, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Jared, a.k.a. Malik Willis's biggest fan. I am. Nice deep ball. He's got quote unquote zip on the ball, which Jer- I like. Jared was live tweeting Malik Willis's pro day yesterday. It was he looked good. He's looked good. I'm I'm very confident in him. I think he's number one on my draft board right now. Better in coral. You think he's a first rounder? Definitely. He's gotta go top fifteen. Where do you think too? I think Pittsburgh. Okay. I'd already be Pickett or Malik Willis at Pittsburgh. Yeah. I don't hate that but either. Right now, I'm leaning towards Malik Willis because there was a screenshot of Mike Tomlin smiling at Malik Willis. <laughs> well, so. and you know what that means. We're we're in that point of the season yes, where so. every screenshot means something. Although, all right, I'm gonna get off track here. I do think Trubisky will have a decent year if he is the starting quarterback. Kind of an unpopular take on that one, but I do too. I think Trubisky is not as bad as we remember him being. Right. He's a great. Like I would say, he's a top five two minute quarterback in the league. Two minute drill quarterback. Really. He is really good in the two minute, and that is a. Shining example of how shitty Nagy is, I think. Do you think he's a chronic overthinker? Uh, or maybe Nagy's made him that way? Little backseat driver. Yeah. Or, or uh, no pun intended, Monday morning quarterback with Matt Nagy. There we go. So I think that's what's holding him back. And I think he'll have a decent year. I think he will, too. I, whether or not he's the future, that's a different story, obviously. Yeah. But I think he has a, ch- a really good chance to like prove himself. And he sounds like he's a great locker room guy, too. Everyone loves him. Yeah, true. what I've heard. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm kind of a fan of him. I am, too. I'm cheering them on. Absolutely, aren't we all? Yeah. Um. So yeah, the NFL since our last podcast, which was last Wednesday before March Madness, a lot of shit has happened. Let's start with the biggest story: Deshaun Watson to the Cleveland Browns. We were talking a little bit about because it sounded like it was going to be Falcons or Panthers at the time. Right. Then this news kind of came out of nowhere: Deshaun Watson to the Cleveland Browns. Uh, what were your guys' initial reactions to this? <sighs> it's a complicated issue. It really is. I don't know what to think about it. Um, it sounds like what he might get suspended, get on the exempt list or something. It's not, I think at least eight games is what we're thinking. It sounds like it's all guaranteed money too. Yep. Oh god, he got a contract extension on top of getting to go where he wanted, which yeah. is absurd. I mean, on the field, I think Browns are a nice spot. Off the field and cheering on for Deshaun Watson, it's very, very messy. Yeah, I would agree. So, yeah, it's I don't know. I, I don't know what to say, but. Uh, Browns need some more wide receiver weapons, and I think they could be a great offense. Yeah, what if Odell goes back? He might. Um, <laughs> That's what it sounds like. It might happen. He might be just saying that, though. 
just to keep know. the just he's maybe he's trying to up the value of his Cleveland home he hasn't sold. Yeah, yet. I was just about to say he probably still has a house. He doesn't want to get a U-Haul out there and everything. Exactly. So that's probably what it is. I would do the same thing because I hate moving. It's, moving is the worst. It honestly is. Yeah. I that's like the worst part of every year for me because I think I've moved pretty much every year I've been somewhere, just at least to a different apartment or something like that. And like I always look for a first floor apartment. Like just I, for that reason. Just for that You'll reason. suffer for the rest of the lease just because you oh, don't yeah. want to move. Yeah. Easily. Interesting. Who wants to live on a third floor moving a couch? I don't know. You move couches all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking as a professional. Mover. So yeah. Anytime you, anytime that we look at the, the moving sheet or like the sheet from things that they've purchased, you see a third floor apartment and it's just an automatic sigh. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's just, it's not something anybody wants to do. It's like, moving, oh. Moving's got to be a bottom five thing to do. Easily. Gotta be a bottom five day of the year. How much drywall do you fuck up every day? Like it's unintentionally. Honestly, not as much as you'd think, but when we do, it, I feel like it's always at the wrong person's house. They'll, they'll notice. <laughs> yeah. yeah they, they, give them a little. Yeah. Oh, was this here before? Yeah. I'm going to be contacting your boss about this. Oh. And it's like, fuck you. <laughs> grab, yeah. Grab the couch. If you're going to fucking do this. You that, grab that thing. I don't, and yeah. Move it. I don't know yeah. how you don't, you can do that with a straight face. Cause yeah, I would just be like, help then. If right. you're gonna if you're gonna bitch about it, help them. It's yeah. tough. It's tough. There's a gray area with customers. It's I'm sure. And I always get pissed off moving couches too. Like I just like I spaz out on it. I'm just like I want to get this. The worst. Out. The worst of me comes out on moving day for sure. And it's like, and it's also just like when you see all this shit you don't like need. You're like fuck it. I'll just bring it in for now. I'll just store it somewhere. I'll get rid of it before I move again. Right. You never do. Yeah, exactly. Or I, I throw a lot of shit away too. I usually do, but like a lot of the times I don't. Like I'm sure I still have some college folders and notebooks in my apartment <sighs> right now. That I just do not need. Oh god, you should bring them out and read them all on the pod. <laughs> read my read my grades. Yeah, yeah. My yeah, I think everyone would love to see my biogeography homework. They called me ace because I aced all my homework. <laughs> they did not. I was not a great student in college. They, they call you B for buzz because you're always buzzing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I had a couple C's in college. I think. Nice. Yeah, it's pretty C's cool. Get degrees. Absolutely. C's get you podcasts. Is what they get you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, what were your thoughts on the Deshaun Watson news when you first heard it? Um, you know, it was a little. It was odd to me just because of the whole, you know, uh, you're not going to Cleveland. Now you are going to Cleveland. We're keeping Baker. We're not keeping Baker. It's just kind of weird how, like, what changed in the organization mm -hmm. between, like, those time frames. Right. I don't know if it's just, like... Could be inconsistent reporting, too. It, it, it could, could be, because right. there's a lot... This is that time of the year where everybody, anybody and everybody is saying everything. Mm -hmm. I mean, when it comes to players, just because it's kind of that, that dead period free agency time where all the big names are signed and... Mm -hmm. you know, yeah, there's just, it gets lost through translation. It's just kind of tough to it's it's a tough situation to talk on because you don't know with the the legal issues like mm -hmm. if you can cheer this guy on, if you can be happy for the Browns. It's, it's weird. Tough. It is. It's the weirdest thing I can remember in a while. The more I thought about it, the more I just think it's the biggest risk reward move I can think of in a long time because especially with all that guaranteed money. Exactly. I think they straight up just decided Hey, if we can get bring him in here, like fans will probably hate us for a while, but if he can win us games, that we're just hoping that'll like change their minds. Mm. And they could not win games without him in the AFC. The AFC is so good, especially at quarterback. You're not going to win unless you have a top five quarterback. And I think I saw a tweet where it was like, I think a lot of teams around the league, especially the AFC, watched that Chiefs Bills playoff game and realized that's like, what we're competing against. We need offensive weapons. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. And Deshaun Watson is a, probably a top five quarterback still, I would say. <sighs> it's weird because he hasn't played off, in the last with year. A year. Yeah, with a year off and everything. Oof. 
I would say definitely top 10, top yeah. 11, top nine, somewhere in there. Yeah. The Kirk Cousins range. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Kirk Cousins range. But he'll easily probably upgrade. I think literally this was just them saying we are willing to disenfranchise our fan base to win a few games and hopefully win them back. It's the yeah. weirdest thing. I don't remember anything like it. It's like they're putting all our poker tri- chips on red. 100%. 100%. Great gambling analogy. Yeah. Let's go to the casino. I'm ready to go. Uh, so what happens now with Baker? I heard rumors he might go to Pittsburgh. I saw that too. I think that would be <laughs> hilarious. Just the ultimate fuck you to the Baker from the Browns. Well, and that's obviously... Or do you think you think Baker would choose to go to the Steelers? Or you think like the Browns would send him to the I don't think the Browns send him to a division rival no matter what. I think they're unless they have that little respect for Baker. I think they do. You think I at think this they point? would do that. Yeah, I think they easily would. But I uh I don't know what would be a good fit for him. I think Seattle I like Colts a lot as a fit, but obviously that's not gonna happen. Yeah, we'll talk about the Colts in a bit. But yeah, I think Seattle is still an option. I think he kind of fits the Pete Carroll. Looks good, great. Cool. He does look far. great. That's that's a big part. The jersey like fit. That's a major thing. You know what? Um, I have seen him in a black Carolina Panthers jersey, and he looks pretty good in that. Really? Yeah. yeah. The yeah. visor helps. Yeah. yeah I don't yeah. know why more guys don't wear a visor. It looks like a Nike ad when he's got the visor on. Absolutely. When they do like their concept uniforms, the quarterback always has a visor on. That's mm-hmm. what he looks like. It's like he does. Yeah. So cool. He looks like the jersey mock-ups that come out every year. Like, oh, this is what the NFL is going to do when Nike right. gets the jersey. And they don't want to put a face on like their concepts. So they just put a visor over it. Yep. That's, exa- that's exactly what Baker is. Hundred percent. Like, oh, that's so sick. Jared and I were looking at photoshops. We saw one of like Matt Ryan in a Seahawks jersey. It just didn't look right. Yeah. You got to have some swag to rock a Seahawks jersey. I Kirk agree. could not pull off a Seahawks no. jersey. Philip Rivers could not pull no. out the jersey. That's why I think Matt Ryan, in my head, without even thinking about analytics, nothing, fit, forget about all that. I think Matt Ryan looks good in a Colts jersey because of two the colors. Whole, the the <laughs> Philip Rivers, yep. the, the Andrew Carson Luck, Wentz, Peyton Andrew Manning. Luck, just like no no swag. Jacoby Brissett. Yeah, yep. Jacoby Brissett just, no swag. It just fits, fits the stereotype it's there. Very, it's very classic vanilla. It's a know, fit, go-to. yeah. Absolutely. Cheese pizza. Is he at cheese pizza, vanilla, hamburger yeah. with no cheese type thing? <laughs> Ketchup and mustard. Yeah. Um, oh, no. It's, yeah. Fancy basketball alarm. My bad, guys. Um, was Baker asking for this all along? Because, um, like, he's definitely, I don't know. The stuff he says and the stuff he does, he definitely puts a target on his own back. Right. I think there's no arguing that. And I think people are kind of torn. There's a lot of people who feel bad for him. I think I kind of lean in that I feel bad for him. Territory, but there's a lot of people who are like, good, fuck this guy. He's been talking all this shit, and now he's like out on the street. I do think the underdog mentality is a little overplayed for him. I think he needs to retire that one. He yeah. was the first overall pick. He's a Heisman winner. He's, he's short. He's short. And but. he always has a chip on his shoulder for like little to no reason. Yeah. He was the first overall pick. I mean, that, I don't know. It's just He's always had this big chip on his shoulder. I don't really I, Yeah, it. the whole chip on his shoulder thing for any athlete who's in the NFL draft, I think, is overrated. Like, I understand Tom Brady having a chip on his shoulder because he was a six-round pick. Yes. But Baker. You're, if you're in the first round, I don't you know, think. He's you, number one overall. Baker. Exactly. So and a like, Heisman winner. Yeah, I, I, just, I don't know. Just, he's playing with a chip on his shoulder. I don't know if he should be doing that. And I don't know. I shouldn't really delegate what people do. And yeah, if it, if it helps him like play better, then it's all for it. But it also helps him like fuck up in the media a good amount too. Like, and, he's had a lot of media snafus. And then and then his shoulder injury was a huge part of it. That was pretty much the beginning. Yeah, if he, if he took that chip off his shoulder, he probably would have been able to heal it <laughs> That's quicker. That's true. That's true, yeah. Maybe the chip was too big and his shoulder got hurt. Probably. It's just mm-hmm. extra weight he's carrying around all year. Exactly. That's just pain. And it's his throwing shoulder. I thought it was his non-throwing shoulder. Oh, maybe not. I don't know. I don't know which one the chip is on, though. He probably is on both, honestly, knowing that guy. 
how great he is. <laughs> Big ol'. Also, when they say a chip on their shoulder, what does a chip on the shoulder look like? What is that from? Do you what's that like saying from? I have no idea. I was like, can I was we like, Google that? Is there like an origin to that? I always like, like when they say chip on the shoulder, it's like a big nasty scab. That's really. I, that's I, what I, I think picture. a chip of concrete for some reason. Oh, really? Yeah. I always think of a nasty. Scab. What about like a potato chip? Like just a lace potato yeah, chip, just on the shoulder. Fuck, that makes me hungry. <laughs> uh, chip on shoulder or me? Yeah, because I never like actually heard where that like saying comes from. Because yeah, we know what the saying is. I just I don't know if there's a like what it came from. Let's do origins. It is, I wonder if it has to do with the chip on the old block type thing. The origin oh. of a phrase, a chip on your shoulder, refers to a practice seen in America during the 19th century in which boys spoiling for a fight would place an actual chip of wood on their shoulders before walking around belligerently daring others to knock the chip off. Interesting. Why did we get rid of that tradition? That is the coolest <laughs> thing I've heard in a long time. Actual chip I'm coming to work tomorrow with a chip of wood on my shoulder. Quite literally. It's a very literal. Meeting. Yeah. Like if you wanted to fight someone, you would put a chip, put of wood. A chip like, on your shoulder. That's like, that's like a, almost like a Tinder bio thing or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, I'm looking to fight. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I'm 23. I'm feeling scrappy and I'm ready to fight. I don't get it. Okay. That's whatever. interesting. That, that, really that phrase is. has lasted then for like two centuries. All the shit they did in the past is so weird. Oh my god, right? Yeah. Like I, like if a ship was leaving, they'd all just go wave at it all day. That's the stupidest <laughs> tradition ever. That was like an event too. Yeah, like let's you get like you, you get dressed calendar. up for yeah. it. You get like a full suit on, let's go stand out there and just wave like this yeah, all yeah. day. Stupidest tradition ever. Yeah. People in the old like people who say they want to go live in a different century than we're in now, fuck them. Yeah. No chance. We're way smarter with TikTok and all that. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Instead we just spend our time staring at a little rectangle for four hours a day, listening to the exact same sounds, everything. That's deep, man. <laughs> is this episode 420 not yet 38 we got, we got about 400 episodes to go pretty that. pretty much um so yeah there's that uh the other news kind of f- swept under the rug a little bit but matt ryan on the colts now yep i think we all agree it's a pretty good fit i would say not even their jersey but just overall like <laughs> quite literally player literally. and team mm-hmm. just who needed each other a little bit yeah definitely an upgrade over carson i mean frank, i think so too i've said this a hundred times but frank reich is a great quarterbacks coach and i obviously think you get the best out of any quarterback and obviously matt ryan included so i think it's a great fit overall yeah i don't think people appreciate matt ryan enough uh i feel like i he's think he's swept, swept under the rug as washed up um i don't know i saw somebody pull up stats about like like Tom Brady's last season before he left New England, and they were pretty comparable to Matt Ryan's oh, yeah. stats before he left Atlanta. Sure. So I don't know. I think it's not like a career resurgence because he's had you know an MVP season, but I, I think he fits well with Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. And he hasn't had a good team around him since that team that lost to the Eagles in the playoffs. Like not even close. Right. They've oh, had 20, no personal. 2017, I think four four years they've missed. He's missed the playoffs in a row now. Right, and he'll have a good offensive coach under. He will. They still need a receiver, I think. Yeah. They do not have any weapons on that team besides Jonathan Taylor. And it's a deep receiver draft, too, so I think they'll pick up somebody that's productive. You think they go for Julio? That's a good fit. I just thought of that. That would be a good fit. (laughs) Yeah. I think it would work, but it depends on... Do do we know if Julio and Matt Ryan like each other? I would assume so, because Julio got cut for, like, cap reasons, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm assuming they like each other. I like to think, going to bed at night, that they like each other. I would, I wouldn't, I wouldn't like that either to like think they don't like each other. They seem like a great duo. They kind of ruined my like middle school, high school years. Like, oh, they didn't like each other. At all. Yeah, I always assumed that they were best buddies. It's like it's like the whole thing right now with Drake and Josh. How Drake and Josh don't like each other. I think I'd feel oh, yeah, the same yeah. way. Kinda, yeah, exactly. It's a, it's it's identical situation. Yeah, because they were 
like in the 2010s, they were a premier QB receiver tandem. Mm -hmm. Definitely. I'd agree. So I would like to see Julio go there. But yeah, if not, there's a ton in the draft. Although I don't know how they're doing on draft picks. I don't think they have a ton. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. They could find somebody. Deep. It's insane that they gave up less to get Matt Ryan than they had to like than to get Carson Wentz. Yeah, it was a slick deal. It was very slick. Great job. I think we always praise the Colts GMs like completely, but they did it yet again. Um, <laughs> do you think this makes the Colts like a legit threat in the AFC though? Because goddamn, that AFC is spicy. Um, they'll probably win one playoff game or two playoff games. They'll they, actually, they get them off the Carson Wentz hub. They could beat the Jaguars. Yeah, exactly. In they're a over week that eighteen Jaguar. game. Yes, I think they're over that. Does that streak end of them losing the last seven straight in Jacksonville? I think so. It's got to end. Did up you know about there. that one? The, the Colts have lost like seven straight in Jacksonville. I didn't know it was seven straight. It's something I, crazy. Like I, that. I knew that that the Jags had they the got Colts their number. number. Yeah, mm-hmm. I knew that that was one of those uh, one of those matchups that like I feel like like what like New England and Miami they always have that little that weird battle no yep. matter yep. how good or bad either team is. But it feels like that with the Vikings going to the Soldier Field. Always, it's just so always a shitty game. Always a drag there. Yeah, every <laughs> team. It's always an ugly Monday night game too. Yeah, and it's just the most boring game to watch. And yeah, two down. check down quarterbacks. The one a few years ago with Foles was an embarrassment. No I remember watching. Yeah, I would remember. Oh, thank you. Um, I remember watching that game like furious just about how bad Nagy's offense looked with Nick Foles at the helm. And then I think yep. that was the game when Kirk threw like the worst pick we've seen in a long time. Yep. And then uh, the defensive tackle, Akeem Hicks always has a great game. He does well against the Vikings. Oh, he yeah. has something against. Yeah. They must've passed on him in the draft. Everybody or something. on the offensive side of the football. He, yeah. He's got, All he's got town. issues. Yeah. yeah. He's got issues <laughs> with the Vikings, with the yeah. Vikings. That is, I think they can win the division with Matt Ryan, but God, when you get in, like the playoffs, Matt Ryan's not a top five quarterback in the AFC even, which is ridiculous because he probably was a top three in the NFC right now. So do you think the Colts are better than the Titans? I do. I th- I still think even last year they were a better team than the Titans. I just think the Titans won the games they were supposed to win. The Colts lost so many games at the beginning. The Colts' schedule last year, if you look back at it, was so tough. Yeah. Their first like six games were all playoff teams. And they just kind of ran out of steam at the end. Exactly, because they went on, I think, like an eight or nine game winning streak, and then eventually you just run out. And the Colts are definitely built for the playoffs with that running game and a yeah. solid defense. Yeah, so I think they can make some noise. I just think they still are just replacing. If they had Andrew Luck, they would have won a Super Bowl by now. I would think so, yeah. I would agree with that. God. Apparently, Washington reached out to him. Did you see that? Mm-mm. Washington reached out to Andrew Luck before going for Carson Wentz. Apparently, they Jeez. asked about literally everyone before Carson Wentz. Just like Andrew Luck has to deal with that every offseason. Oh, yeah. Like he he's he's gotta, will until he's probably 40. He's got to have like this routine on the phone. Like, all right, this is what I'm going to say. This yeah. is, it's March again. I got to his a- His agent's calling him once a year like, hey, we got some teams interested in yeah. you. And he's like. Bro, I'm like into architecture now. <laughs> or something. Yeah, it's like I've got a family. That. I've lost like 30 pounds. The when he was at the, uh, I think he was at the college football playoffs or whatever. Like as an analyst, he was just looked completely different. He's probably happier too. Oh, absolutely. Apparently, like I think Ty Hilton went on Pat McAfee and said, "Yeah, he just could not be happier being retired." Yeah, good for him. Maybe yeah. he'll make the XFL or USFL or something. I don't think he needs to, but <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um. All right, we got two more moves to talk about. Devontae Adams left the Packers to go to the Raiders. Apparently, the first initial reaction was, oh, the Packers are cheap yet again and didn't like sign their guy. But apparently they did offer him like a similar contract to the Raiders, but he really just wanted to play with the Raiders. Apparently he was like a diehard Raiders fan his entire life and, uh, and Derek Carr's his yeah. boy. So it was a perfect fit, but 
it poses a question. Are the Packers a good organization? We always think they are, but I do not think they're a good organization. Yeah, with all the shit Rodgers was doing this offseason, last offseason, with like, oh, they suck, blah, 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 mm-hmm. management. Yeah, it doesn't look like it. It looks like they're just getting lucky with Rodgers at this point. Well, they've done it with two times a row now with Favre and Rodgers. Right, yeah, for 30 years. Yeah, exactly. I just, yeah, I don't th- think they're great at being like a football organization because Rodgers, when he came back and had that huge press conference after his holdout last year, he said, I did this for like the Donald Drivers, just like named just a ton- he didn't yeah. name management at all. Yeah, he, and he like, he's like, I named, he named a ton of players that he thought were like done wrong by the team. <laughs> so it's really interesting. Right. Well, that's what happens when you don't have a fucking owner. You got all these. That is true. Yeah. I, it, like, is that like an actual like uh, detriment to the team? Right. Yeah, I think it could be. To some degree, but you could also it could also be the reverse. You have like a Dan Snyder, so there's <laughs> there is like it is like the polar opposite. Exactly. So it's a very fine line with that. Yeah, I mean, you guys are both Vikings fans. You probably hyped. you probably that was heat. I was hyped when Devonte left. I was like, holy shit! Oh is yeah, it, it was it was great news. Right. Um, See, I think he's slightly overrated. Hmm. That I could be a hot take. I think Roger. I think he's gonna have a dip in production. Yeah, I could see that. Because who's his number one now? Uh, Roger. Oh, I know. I meant Devonte Adams. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, overhyped. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, I mean, he's a great route runner, I mean, and they'll and they'll build an offense around him for sure. And Renfro is a great slot, and he can definitely make Devonte open or vice versa. Yeah, I agree. So I think that's a decent fit. So, and Derek Carr obviously knows him. Oh yeah, they'll they'll be working hard. Right. They have their little inside jokes and everything. They'll have so. the, they'll be able to reprimand the things that went wrong with Antonio Brown. I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe Antonio Brown goes to the Packers. He's not gonna play again, is he? I don't know. I'm, I just, hope. Trying to, I'm just trying to grab headlines now. Yeah, we're trying, we gotta get <laughs> Antonio Brown. <laughs> oh, I hope not. Uh, do you? What do you think the Packers do from here? The thing is, is I don't, I don't know because they have zero depth right now at receiver. Right? I mean, Devontae Adams was a clear cut one. Alan Lazard is our current one. And then who? Randall Cobb and Marquez Valdez Scandling, and I yeah, think he's on a contract year too. I think so. so it just and then and Rogers proved in the playoffs he didn't trust any of those guys. Correct. He only threw it to Adams at the end of that playoff game. Mm-hmm. I just feel like there's there's a lot going on behind the scenes there. When when your starting quarterback is out just shitting on your organization all season, like that was his campaign last season yeah. was just to prove how terrible of an organization Green Bay is. It's like what can you really do? After that, who's going to want to come play for you? Who's going to want to, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I got to imagine the offseason drama like had some sort of impact on like Adam's decision. I'm sure because he was pretty. I mean, he's not really an outspoken guy like that. No, you know, I, I think, ever I think he's a big, you know, play yeah. football and chill. Yeah. And I'm fine, I'm fine with players having opinions, you know, like that's not a problem <laughs> oh. at all. But <laughs> Boomer Noah's coming out. <laughs> but he does things the right way. He shuts <laughs> up and plays football. Shut up and dribble. Uh, like that. Yeah. No, I'm not like that at all. But I, you, I, I wouldn't be surprised if that had something to do with Devonte Adams leaving. I would agree. I, I mean, I ended. I saw something too, and I don't know the absolute truth behind it, but it was something along the lines of like Aaron Rodgers knew signing this contract, his current one, meant that no, there was no Devonte Adams in the future. I don't get. I, I don't know if that was an offer that they offered Devonte beforehand, and they're like, "Listen, we have this. This is all we have," uh-huh. and they already knew. And they're like, "All right, Aaron, we can give you this number." That's tough to just look mm-hmm. at. Look at your owner or look at your coach and just say, "That's fine. I'll. I'm cool with this." That's so weird. Like because 
is it just the ego thing of I want to be the highest paid quarterback in the league? Because he's been that three times already. Yeah. I, I just don't understand what he was going for. Like Aaron Rodgers is the most confusing person in all of sports. He, I do not understand him. what he wants. He loves. Oh, absolutely. Furious. He fucking. I know. He's just. He's probably listening to this podcast right now. LOL. <laughs> yeah. and, and he's like, "Oh, they can't figure me out. Yeah. I'm so clever. It's so." He's played 4D chess. For us, yeah. We're playing checkers over here. Yeah, it, he's just like working himself into corner just so he can like seem like mysterious. I think at his Hall of Fame speech, more than anything, he would want people to be like, "Yeah, I just." We can never really figure him out. He's always just marching to the beat of his own drum. I think he likes that compliment more than anything in the world. Right. That he marches to the beat of his own drum. Mm-hmm. I thought, you know, I thought it was just kind of like a bias thing. Like, I, I I hate Aaron Rodgers because I'm a Vikings fan, you know? Yeah. But I'm learning more and more every day that it's like a league-wide thing. Like, nobody's really on board with him. I think this year. I think last year, people were, like, on board. I think after the Jordan Love pick, every, I think that's when he had the most people on his side. Oh, yeah. yeah. His popularity was way up. Yep, and, and I think this back, last year, he kind of tanked there's it. There's that video of him in the back of that pickup with mm-hmm. a case of beer, and that was, like, that was, that was a stock, like, peak. Yep, right there. yep. You should have sold air, any Aaron Rodgers stock you had and in terms was, of likability. And then, like, when all the COVID stuff was, like, COVID really didn't kicking help. gear, then that was, like, downward spiral with Rodgers overall. Yeah. yeah, no, it's... He's had... I don't think any athlete has had... Okay, OJ Simpson, but any athlete has had a, such a fall from grace in terms of likability mm-hmm. than Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, who else would be there? Vic probably had a pretty rough one, but yeah. Vic was had, had some like things happen before, like he flipped off a fan. Yeah, like yeah that. Hen- Henry Ruggs is probably somewhere in there. Like, yeah, he's up there. Yeah, he's in that conversation. Raiders, man. Yeah, Raiders receivers. I can't think of anybody oh. else. I'm Brett Favre a little bit, maybe. Yeah. After that switch. Yeah. To, yeah. He lost. I think he lost a lot of. And then when he was like retiring, on retiring, like people yeah, were tired of that. That's right. Yeah. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. And Tom Brady probably did the reverse. Like everyone hated him in New England. Yeah. yeah. And then when he went to Tampa, everyone likes him now. Yeah. Ever since he got drunk off tequila at that Super Bowl parade. He just showed, hey, I am a human after all. Right. That's all he needed to do was just goof every now and then. Also, I don't know if I mentioned this on the podcast, but that tweet he had at that Super Bowl parade where he said he was hammered. Mm-hmm. Totally fake. Hundred yeah, percent. That was. was so I would fake. bet my life that that was a PR person who tweeted that. Right, and it was like, like intentional misspellings. Yes, and like it was just for likability. That's all he did it for. He has the most manufactured image, I would say, out of anyone in sports. Definitely. And like, it's fine. It like works for him or whatever, but it's very fake. And I hope people can see that because everyone's like, "Oh, Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay." He's like the real him Tampa now. Bay. Tampa I've never Bay. heard that. I've never heard that. Really? Uh. Uh-uh. I like that. Yeah, that's maybe cool. I like I've him never... now because that's a cool name. Are you fucking with me? I've never heard that. You've never heard Tampa Bay? Mm-mm. Is this a big thing? I haven't heard of it either. You never. guys don't watch enough SS- FS1. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta watch the herd more. That shocks me. You guys have never heard Tampa Bay. Uh-uh. Skip Bayless screams it for the rooftops every every oh, weekday. I, that's why I've never. Heard <laughs> yeah, of you obviously know what I watch now. <laughs> yeah, not him. That shocks me. All right, so yeah, Tampa Bay. We're learning Tampa something Bay. new. New on the podcast, but yeah, very fake image. Yeah. When I saw that tweet, I knew for a fact that was a PR person. And I was like, they're going to have t-shirts out within days yes, about yes, that. Yes. So, yeah, b- big time. I do always love to imagine the people who think that stuff is real. Like, oh, yeah. just how happy those people must be those, just to live their little, like, not little, delusional lives, but, like. Those, those normies. <laughs> exactly. That's, like, that's the word I was avoiding. But, yes, those normies. They don't watch Rick and Morty like us. No, they watch The Voice. The Voice. <laughs> like Tom Brady tweets. Yeah, two episodes of Big Bang Theory, then off to bed. <laughs> <laughs> woke woke <laughs> just, 
They leave the TV grunting from CBS. <laughs> They're watching the, the games and they go right into 60 minutes. It goes right into 60 minutes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, I better check out the mass Singers on, on Tuesday. <laughs> I better check it out. I'm sorry if you're one of these people. The, what do you mean these people? Oh, fuck. Whoa. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, Jeez. I love it. They're dar- a big old grave. They're darling. Absolutely. Spring is in the air. Spring is flung. But that's not but that's not the real season. It's money making season. Cha-ching. Where do you guys make your money? I'm gonna answer that for you because I'm rude like that. I make my money on DraftKings. It's the official sports betting partner of the Goose Egg Sports Podcast. Yeah, you're correct on everything so far. Three for three. <laughs> yeah. And I'm loving it. This March I'm Madness has actually been pretty profitable for me. I'm not gonna lie. Same. I've got a friend who's helping me out with some bets, but we we had a rough start to the weekend, but we tripled down on gonzaga when they were down at halftime yep. and it worked out quite well for us collectivism collectivism mm-hmm. that's a word mm-hmm. so if you guys aren't in on DraftKings right now then what the heck are you doing get it now get it now get in on it get it on the fun because there's money to be made you can bet on anything you anything. can do you could do nfl futures are hot right now with all the free agency movement going mm-hmm. around you could do that you could do ufc you could do basketball you could do pretty golf, f- golf. you can do esports mm-hmm. it's all there so head over to DraftKings right now and just see what you can do because honestly, it's a great time. If you're watching just a game, it's better to have some skin in it on it. And daily fantasy. And daily fantasy. If you're in a state where it's not legal, daily fantasy is a great time. Setting a lineup for a basketball team, setting a golf lineup. It's just a good time. So if you're over there, if you're not over there, what are you doing? Get over there. <laughs> Must be 21 years or older. New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-GAMBLER. Last bit of NFL news. Uh, today, this happened. Tyreek Hill probably had the quickest rumor to actual trade in yeah. NFL history. We heard this morning that there was rumors, hey, Tyreek Hill might be traded. The Chiefs have offered him a contract. They might be but apparently there's like this talks have stalled. I don't know what that means, by the way. Does that just mean they pissed each other off in the meeting? If the uh, talks stalled. That probably means that they offered him a contract and there's like no response. They just leave him on red. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Or just couldn't find a middle ground on something. Like, but apparently they offered to make him like the highest paid receiver, which is what I don't get. Interesting. Well, so, I mean, if you got tra- if you wanted to get traded in Miami, there's no income tax in Florida. I wonder if that's what it was. Could have done something like that. I mean, he just wants to hang in Miami. But um, so... I guess it beats Kansas City for sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. So there was rumored he was going to be out, and then within about an hour, he was traded to the Miami Dolphins. He is now the top-paid player in NFL history that is not a quarterback. God. Also, Cooper Cup makes $15.5 million a year. What a bargain. If you're his agent, get on the phone. Well, even like I'm nervous about Justin Jefferson now, too. Yeah, I think we were talking about this earlier. I think the Vikings need to lock him up ASAP. I'm, yeah, I'm afraid that that's going to be another, like, digs. Like yeah, either that or or like a like a thirty million dollar contract oh, yeah. like per year. They but, can afford it though, right? Mm. Yeah, they're doing really well in cap right now. <laughs> no, I mean you're no gonna cap. you have to be under a rookie quarterback contract for that to work. Well, that's when the Kellen Mond era begins. One more year, of Kirk. No Mannion. Last just resigned Mannion. So. If I don't get that at all. <laughs> if Sean Mannion is better than Kellen Mond, then I am really really concerned with our drafting methods. Yes. Yeah. I think Sean Mannion's one of the worst rostered quarterbacks in the NFL. He's horrible. Terrible. I hate him. I hate watching him play. Yeah, there's that, no joy. There's no excitement of watching Sean Mannion play football. He can't scramble. He doesn't throw the ball downfield. He's Mr. Checkdown. He's, 
Yeah. He looks ho- horrible in a Vikings uniform. I think by he the way. I think he cares. He does. Especially it's always the away games too he ends up playing. Those white uniforms too it looks extra frumpy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, not flattering at all. The flag jacket's really sticking out yeah. extra. Yeah. <laughs> Down by his gut. Yeah. <laughs> he's so frumpy looking. He really is. Hey, but he's going to be filling in for Kirk this year oh, at some point, I'm sure. Don't yeah. say that. Actually, Kirk doesn't get injured that much. Mm-hmm. I will give him that. Almost never. It's yeah. tough. He's but, tough, tough as nails. Yeah, knock on wood. That's all we got right now. So, yep, Tyreek Hill is officially the highest paid non-quarterback. Uh, are the Chiefs going to be good without him? Like, um, are they be okay? Uh, blah, blah, blah. I feel like at receiver, they have guys of his his style of receiver and like, you know, Miko Hardman mm-hmm. and um, they still got Byron Pringle or is he a free agent? I forgot about him. I, I don't know. They, they got his style of player. It's not Tyreek right. Hill. Don't. You know, don't get it twisted. Don't get it yeah. twisted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, they still have weapons with without him, and they just signed Juju Smith-Schuster. They did. Odell um, is still on the market. I think he'd be a good fit. Odell for the would Chiefs. be a great fit in Kansas City. Yeah, that'd be a great. I fit. think that would be really cool to see what Andy Reid could do with a quarterback who can throw as well. Yeah, yeah. Because that's like something Odell does really well. And I'm, I'm going to call my shot right now. I think the Chiefs draft Jameson Williams. Okay, who's that? Alabama receiver. Oh yeah, yeah. Stud. Is he's stud? good towards he's ACL, good. but I, I, I guess. Oh yeah, in the he did in the championship game. game? Yep. That's right. He is a stud. Yeah, if I gotta he, start watching some tape. If he wouldn't have tore his ACL, you think he'd be? I think better Alabama, value. I think Alabama wins that game. You think so? If, if he's healthy, but yeah, I I think he's a perfect fit for Kansas City. I, I think he's a game changer. Yes, I, I I agree though that he's like. I mean, there's a lot of teams that could use a receiver like. Well, it might though. be a blessing that he yeah. falls down the board then. Yeah, it could be. Oh, some team is going to be glad that. I think the Chiefs will probably take a receiver first, no matter what. They kind of yeah, I would say offense. You they don't have a, a true wide receiver one right now, and they should also focus more on the running game. They do need to start investing in that really soon. They always put it off. They always try for the first month of the year, and that's when the Chiefs, oh, the Chiefs are struggling or whatever. Like, if they were able to run that ball against in, against Cincinnati, like, Cincinnati would not win that game. I don't think they tried even in, like, the fourth oh. quarter. I think they threw, if I remember, I think they threw, like, every every and Mahomes, play. And Mahomes' the second half was awful. Yeah. So there is something to that. Yeah, they need to eventually invest in a running game. Yeah, Andy Reid needs to adjust. But I don't know. This is kind of what happens with Andy Reid. This happened in Philly. Yeah, starts really hot in Philly, and then just kind of a slower downtrend. So I don't know if that happens with Kansas City, but as much as I'm tired of seeing the Chiefs, um, I think it's tough to look at their team and just say that they're not going to be good. You know? Yeah, they always figure it out because they always do. Because earlier this year, we're like, are the Chiefs going to make the playoffs? And then obviously they were a higher seed team. They were, I think, the two seed, weren't they? Right, exactly. So. Yeah, it's very interesting. Whenever you have like a good quarterback and good coach, you're always probably a playoff team at least. Yeah. But that I mean, this is what happens. I think Mahomes' contract just kicked in, like his giant one. So I think this is what happens. You can't like afford to keep everybody, or you don't necessarily like get to keep everybody. What what, what are the I just thought of this? What are the rules on like equity in the team? Should, like, do you think you just transfer it into like ownership of the team? Yeah, I don't know. I can't imagine a player can get ownership. But if any player could, I think Mahomes would be the one. Yeah, it'd be like Mahomes or like LeBron for the Lakers or right, something. Right? Yeah, I don't know. That's probably illegal now that I think about it, but. But that would be smart. Yeah. Or maybe just under the table. I don't get how more people... There's got to be owners that are doing that. Like, I'm sure that's what the Patriots were giving Tom Brady. Well, the reason why the Patriots are... This is a hot take. <laughs> Here really, we go. Let's go. Let's hear it. I, I don't bet, really, I don't I really bet, believe this. I bet we've never heard it before. The reason... The only reason the Patriots had a dynasty is because of Giselle. I agree with that. Because <laughs> Giselle made a lot more money than Tom Brady, which allowed Tom <laughs> Brady to take a pay cut. 
a team friendly deal. Round of applause for Giselle, everybody. <laughs> That's incredible. But I don't really believe no, that. But, I, yeah. I, I do though, because I think where else do we see that in the league? It, like, it's a very that's the only place we've ever seen that happen. Like a quarterback takes a pay cut, and it's the only place where they've continued to win for decades and decades. Yeah, and like a, like a, a billionaire wife, pretty much. Not a billionaire. Yeah, exactly. Wife. NFL quarterbacks need to start b- marrying insanely Super, rich people, Brazilian supermodels. Yeah, so that's why Kirk Cousins isn't doing. It. I don't know what his wife does. Yeah, I've never even seen a seen picture. His, seen a picture. She's of not his on life. the pe- she's not on the Pizza Ranch ads. Um, oh, we're going to Pizza Ranch. <laughs> she's not in those. <laughs> Do you imagine Tom Brady in that pizza ranch? <laughs> what would you if you're just walking into a pizza ranch, you see Tom Brady? Like what the fuck, dude? <laughs> Tom Brady. None of this buffet is TB12. Tom Brady's, there Tom- is literally not one thing on the pizza ranch menu that would qualify as TB12. <laughs> even the lettuce would not qualify. Oh hell no, no. Well, he doesn't even eat strawberries. It sounds like. Well, that's because he doesn't like them. Oh, um, I yeah. guess I'm the same way with cantaloupe. So we're the same. Person. You don't like cantaloupe? Not a fan. It's too salty. I had some today. Salty compared to like pineapple. I don't or see. I don't like pineapple m- or like watermelon. Watermelon's mid. Can't. Ooh. Well, it depends what time of year. Probably. You're probably not getting in season watermelon. No, we get it late here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So around June, I'll get you some good watermelon, and then we will circle back. Perfect. Yeah. I'll readjust that. But I do agree with that. I think because if you look at the chart of like the last like teams to win the Super Bowl, it's usually like cheap quarterbacks. Oh yeah, and rookie deals. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. So there is something to that. Yeah, I don't really believe that dynasty thing. I just thought I had a while ago. No, I I think you're <laughs> probably more right than you think. I don't know, but because you you do wonder if Tom would take discounts if he was not married to Giselle. Right. I mean, yeah, he'd be the highest paid quarterback. I think he would still take the discount though, because I think that's like how he's wired. Hard but it's say. a lot easier to say it with a multi million dollar wife. Right. Exactly. So who knows? There needs to be a Giselle statue. I think yes. outside of Foxborough. Yes, that's what we need to do. Hundred percent. We'll start. start we'll start, start a Kickstarter. Go fund me. Get Giselle outside of Foxborough. Yeah. Do you think the Dolphins are going to be good now that they got Tyree Kill, or is this kind of just like a cool addition to like sell jerseys and stuff, but doesn't really help them on the field? Because Jalen Waddle is kind of like Tyree Kill in a sense. They're both very fast. Kind of a diet Tyree Kill. A little bit. Yeah. I think the Dolphins have. Um, I think they have a talented roster and I think they could be in that same boat as like the Bengals this past season. Mm-hmm. Um I think Jamar Chase was kind of like that game changing player for the Bengals, and I think Tyreek Hill could do that same thing for the Dolphins. Does he fit with them X's and O's though? And that's that's the that's the that's the that's question. Really, yeah. That's the they question. say Mike McDaniel's like a offensive guru. So oh yeah. Maybe. I'm sure he'll figure out some way to use them. Which I don't know. I might feel better if Brian Flores is still the coach. A little more confident in it, but there's a lot of question marks around Mike McDaniel. Are there? I just I don't know how good of a coach he'll be. That's true. He's I kind guess. of a dorky looking dude too. He is dorky, but he could either be really good or really bad. I think there's really no in between. Yeah, the Shan the jury's still out on like the Shanahan coaching tree because right now I think we only have Robert Sala who's like left Shanahan to do something. Yeah, I, and I guess uh, no, Lafleur wasn't really. Mm, they coached to together. Mike Mike Lafleur. Was oh he's OC for the Jets. He went with Salah. Oh okay, yeah, I, yeah. Jury's still out, I believe. Yeah, so I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. I just I think it maybe Mike McDaniel will be great, but I'm not sure. And for some reason, I feel more confident if Flores was still coach. Tua is kind of like Trubisky in a sense. I don't think he's as bad as like the national media thinks, but I don't think he's as good as like the local like rabid fan base. Because there was like Trubisky truthers that thought he was great and it was just being held back. Right. And there's Tua Non who thinks he's great and being <laughs> held back. 
He just has accuracy issues, which is a problem. Yeah. It's easier for a quarterback to build if they're like accurate and have arm power issues. It's easier to like teach arm power. Mm-hmm. It's a lot harder to teach accuracy. That's kind of weird yeah. to think about. Which makes that, sense. That's why they picked up Teddy Bridgewater. Oh, it might yeah. be quite the opposite. Insurance know? policy. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Noah's got him in his dynasty fantasy league. I do. He's got Teddy okay. B in the bench. That's why. That makes sense. I think Noah's Teddy B can step narrative. in and win you some games. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Security blanket behind your. I'm just, I'm over the Teddy B experiment. I think we just know what he is at this point. He's a serviceable yeah. backup. Since that knee injury, it was kind of like game over. A little bit, which is sad, but it is, sad. it is what it is. Have we like come to the days of like player empowerment in the NFL? Because that rumor turned into a trade quickly. Are we officially in that era of like the NFL is now the NBA where players can get out and whenever they want or do whatever? Yeah. It's, yeah. I think it's more and more like that. I haven't really thought about it, but yeah, I would agree. Especially with like, well, the star players, especially, and then kind of what you're saying, a lot of more teams are trading their draft picks too, like they would in the NBA. Yes, just like we just want a star now, we want to win now, Mm -hmm. compared to like, all right, we'll just draft and hope they're good. Owners are a lot more impatient, I think, right now than they used to be, especially when they're seeing the success that teams like the Rams are having. Yep, copycat league. You should trademark that. Oh yeah, I just, I just thought of that. No, copycat league. Smart. Yeah, I'll t- I'll do uh, Tampa Bay. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> we'll do a duo trademark. I like that. Do you think it's a good thing that the players are getting more empowered or like owners are getting more impatient? Um, it kind of depends. Uh, when it comes to owners getting impatient, that really hasn't paid off till this year, right? If mm-hmm. I'm, you know, the Rams have always been since they've started just throwing around their first round draft picks, they've yeah. been relevant. The McVay right? era. And, and, and I know that they made that Super Bowl, but tell me that that wasn't one of the most boring Super Bowls of all it time. It was awful. Was that I pa- hated Patriots, it. Um, Patriots, Patriots Rams, Rams. I think it was 3-13. to 13. Oh, yeah. Something it's like just that. terrible. Because, yeah, they hit yeah. a field goal at the end. A lot of punts. It was awful. It was I drove defense. down to Sioux Falls to watch that with my dad because he's a big Rams fan, and it was just the saddest drive back that night. I was just like, this is stupid. Yeah. 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 And then, uh, then my dad asked this, this year again, he's like, you want to come down again for the Ramp Super Bowl? I'm just like, no, <laughs> Sorry. no offense to you. I just can't do it. Oh yeah. Didn't you have like work early the next morning? Yep, exactly. Worked the next morning. And then we got halfway to, we got halfway to back to Minneapolis <laughs> and my girlfriend realized she forgot her phone. So we had to turn back and oh, like have my dad meet me oh. in the middle. It was, it was so, it was <laughs> such a shitty, I got, got into work at like 2 PM that day. Oh. I was like, I don't even, cause I, I was new to the job. So I was like too shy to ask to work from home. So I came into work at two and stayed till eight. Oh God. That's just, and it's it, cold. Yeah. But I, I was like in that drive, I'd sworn off. Like I'm not listening to any sports media for like a couple of weeks. Sports is stupid. Cause I was like, that was the first time I let myself care about a sports team again. Was that Rams? And then you got hurt broken. Lost. And I was like, this is stupid. And then, oh. but by that night I was listening to the herd again. Right. You're I, like, I went right back in. When you got to work that day, you're like, I can't wait to go to bed tonight. Yeah. It was miserable. Yeah. It was the, probably the worst, like 48 hours. And plus you, in a while. You eat like Super Bowl foods. So you're kind of feeling like shit the whole night. Oh, I, absolutely. It was yeah, just yeah. sugary and stuff. Like I went to the gym afterwards. It was like at 9 p.m. I was just like going. I could not have been going through the motions more. And then I'm listening to Colin Coward tell me like, oh, yeah, the Patriots were great for winning that Super Bowl because he's a Patriots <laughs> homer. Like my, It's like my dad betraying me again <laughs> over and over. I'm a big Colin Coward fan, if you can't tell. Okay. Oh, by the way, Colin Coward, you see his tweet about USC practice? No, was he there? <laughs> no, he said he had a source that told him. He tweeted this as something like, I just had my source tell me the USC's first practice was like the best practice of all time or something like that. 
If Colin Cowherd loved any of his previous <laughs> wives the way he liked USC, he would not have gotten a divorce ever. But who says that? Like your first practice of the year was the greatest practice, first what, practice what's, ever. What's the scaling for that? Like, yeah, who, how do you who, judge sides? Exactly. What's how do you judge who, a good practice? I don't know. That man. was the best of all time. That was like, who's sick? <laughs> Players were hydrated. Good that, morale. Yeah, exactly. It yeah. was really organized. The stretching drill was really well done. Good vibes. Yeah, we were playing some nice music. Nothing too loud, but nice like music to get you pumping. A lot of Pitbull, a lot of like G6. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I don't really know what constitutes as a good practice. Oh, that's that's such a thing he would geek out about too. And he tweets that knowing he's gonna get like that reaction out of people. He yeah, he knows, he knows exactly what he's doing. Yeah, he was probably smoking a cigar, drinking a brandy. He's like. Got a good practice coming. I'm going to launch that USC podcast on Saturdays this year. Yeah, when he gets off the radio show, he probably just, he's like the like a high school dad that watches us from the fence. He just grabs onto it. Just like, oh, we got a good vault team this year. He's like one of the I would bet anything Colin Coward is grabbing the fence watching yeah. USC practice. He's trying to he's trying to like grab coach on the way out. He's like, hey, you got, hey, that 73 is looking real big this year. I don't, I don't know what they're feeding him. Yeah. Kelly Coward is the biggest USC stan of Ever. all time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just funny. It's just USC. Like, could you imagine if he was like a big Cowboys fan or like. That's basically what Skip Bayless is. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's true. But like. But just USC weird. is just the most random thing. It's just because they're nearby. He just he definitely just wants to get like invited to shit. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. He just loves LA. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He talks about it all the time. How much happier he's in LA than in Bristol, Connecticut. <laughs> I would too, though. The weather's nice. Oh, absolutely. And if you can afford to live in LA, I'm oh, sure yeah. it's the greatest place ever. Mm-hmm. He loves grocery stores. Oh, yeah. He, he goes on walks to the beach and goes to the Eagles concerts all the time. That's what he says. Mm-hmm. Good God, for him. I know too much about this man. Yeah. <laughs> Moving <Good for> on. <laughs> uh, the NCAA tournament is still happening. Sweet 16 starts on Thursday. Yep. Uh, were there any really big shockers that, like, obviously there's shockers all throughout it, but. Was there anything that really stood out to you from the first weekend? Um, the refing was really bad. You think? Yeah, the refing was just very inconsistent across the board. Just bad calls, long games. It's I just, always give basketball refs a little more lenience than football refs because basketball has got to be the toughest sport to officiate. It is, but like college basketball refs are usually decent compared to the NBA. So to see him like call that many fouls and everything was a little kind of out of I pocket. did think a lot of the games were really slow at the end. Yeah. I definitely thought the whistle got blown a little bit too much towards the end of games. Right. And that kind of happens every year. I know what you're saying. I, I got one solution for that, though, is take one timeout away from the second half. So, like, you like, so instead of four timeouts, you only get three timeouts. I like that a lot. So, I think that might either work or not. I'm not sure because it might just say they're back in their timeouts, though, too. No, I like that a lot. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. Maybe something like that would help. Was there anything that shocked you? Like crazy? Um, I guess nothing in particular. I haven't, this is the first year that I really have not watched all the games. Right. I'm not sure why. I really haven't seen it advertised that much. I also don't watch cable television. So. Oh, yeah. There you go. Gen, typical Gen Z. Just, yeah. Yeah. I got YouTube TV for the event. Ooh. I was very excited about nice it. Break. Free ad. Yeah, absolutely. They can pay me back by just giving me a free membership because it's expensive. It is expensive. It's like 85 bucks. Oh, I got it for sixty five. YouTube TV Shit. is that expensive? <laughs> it's I got it for sixty five a month. Okay. What does that offer? What does YouTube TV offer? Just like I'm glad you asked. Live, yeah. <laughs> YouTube TV <laughs> is <laughs> no. It's basically just like live cable and stuff, and you okay. get a DVR, I think, too. But I just wanted. I was sick of like. 
I originally had just all the apps for the different channels, like the True TV app and the TNT app. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. I'm just sick of going back and forth. I and just then, want every game. And then you like you use fair. your parents' login for everything. Exactly. And That's no, the reason it would happen is I think my parents kicked me off their Direct TV. I think they changed ooh, their password. Ooh, trouble at home, huh? Well, I think so. Uh, I think I gotta call them or something. Yeah, I would. I would do that. <laughs> so yeah, I just eventually caved. I'm like, I'm. This is a good investment for me. I, I run a sports podcast. I need to be able to watch these games. You're an adult now. I am an adult. It's time to do it. Start doing adult things. I'm a big boy. I am a big boy. <laughs> um, any teams you guys like going down the stretch? Because I love Providence. Um, I'm still riding the Arizona train. I like Arizona a lot, too. They kind of escaped a close victory the other night. I thought for sure they were going to be upset in that TCU game. Like yeah. they had TCU had all the things going right. They had like the star play, like the star senior who's been there forever, who really wants this, is playing emotional. They had the crowd on their side. Yep. And they just, if that game hadn't gone to overtime, I think TCU would have won it. Yeah. But the fact that you can't give the better team overtime do you for think, a chance to adjust. Do you think Duke makes the Final Four? Who do they got? Oh, I Texas Tech. Texas, Texas Tech. Tech. Ooh, that'll be a good game. I think so. I think so, too. Yeah. I think there's just too much on the line. A lot of pressure for the Duke players to perform well. Mm-hmm. Coach K wants to obviously go out with a victory, go with a bang. No shit, yeah. <laughs> so I think I think they pull it off to the yeah. final four. I think I like Arizona, I like Providence, um, Purdue maybe, but I think they play St. Well, Peter's. They play St. Peter's though. How, how far are you guys riding the St. Peter's train? The stop ends here. The stop ends here. It could be like, be like a Loyola thing though to make the final four. So I don't know. I'll it's, say no, but I'll probably be wrong. I mean – Kentucky down, Murray State down. I mean, yeah, you never know. You you never know. Kentucky was a little weak this year. Though. They were, yeah. yeah. So it's funny you bring that up because I actually wanted to talk about this. There's so much just random small talk that happens during March Madness where everyone just says the exact same cliches, and I just wanted to run through those because I heard them so much either at the office, amongst some like my friends and text messages, or like at the bars and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's all the exact same thing. So I just wanted to run through the first one I have is. You're talking about the team that you picked to win it all lost or right right away. <laughs> Everyone does that. Like, well, oh, my no. brackets busted. But exactly. That that sentiment exactly. It's like, yeah, no shit. All of our brackets are busted. Yeah. I get you're trying to make small talk and you're trying to be friendly, but it's like, oh, I had Kentucky going all the way. Right. Yeah. Like That's like, well, you sucks for you. <laughs> and it's like it's a lot like nobody cares about your fantasy football team. Nobody really cares about your bracket. Nobody cares about your bracket whatsoever. Especially if you have ten or twenty of them. Like me. <laughs> like you, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I don't even know who I have left. I oh. know in the work one, I'm doing pretty... I think I was doing decent. Yeah. Well, I got Arizona and Duke. As long as you have your champion, you got a chance. Right. Um, Another one that annoyed the shit out of me, I heard a lot this weekend, was, yeah, man, it's so crazy. Who would have thought that underdog would have beaten favorite? Yeah, 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 yeah. We all know what this is at this point. Yes. <laughs> There's going to be upsets. And a two-seed always gets upset in the first round. Exactly. It always happens. Yep. That's, That's why I never pick a two-seed to win it all. Yeah, that's a good point. Always have. A, There's least, always, usually at least two two seeds that go down. Yeah, early, very early. Mm-hmm. Next one that I have that annoys me is you take the team like this year at St. Peter's that underdog team is like, dude, what if they go all the way? Wouldn't that be crazy? <laughs> and maybe I'm just a pessimist. That could very much be the case. Yeah, but they're not. <laughs> they're not going to go all the way. They're not going to beat that many great teams in a row but could you imagine if they did but dude <laughs> wouldn't that be such a cool story if they did yeah yeah see this just this segment i think is just gonna be coming off as like a curmudgeon a little bit but the last one i have is 
it's just so refreshing to watch college basketball versus the NBA. Oh yeah, yeah. Everyone yeah. loves saying that. Like that's what I like about college. Like everyone, like they let the guys play. They're playing for the love of the game. Yeah, they're yeah. playing for the love of the game for sure. Look at that. No one on the in, in the NBA is diving for that loose ball right there. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. That always happens. Yeah. So it's just cliches. I think I'm just a negative person. I think I was at the I was at the bar sober this week. And I think that pissed me off oh, probably yeah, more than any. That's your first move. Yeah. Exactly. But is there anything that I missed that you guys um, get annoyed by? To circle back to your like, if, could you imagine St. Peter's one? It's like those same people will have no idea. St. Peter's one like two years from now. Like what team wanted that in 2022? I forget. Like yeah. they always forget right away. Basically this, this whole podcast is just going to be us hating on normies. I think. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's our, our, our antithesis. I think is the word. Yeah, exactly. Our, yeah. We're such hardcore fans. Got to get a catchphrase for that. Yeah. Put it right after. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Goose egg sports. Fuck normies. Fuck normies. <laughs> Fuck normies. <laughs> Followed by the, then we get the Big Bang Theory as a sponsor. <laughs> Big Bang Theory reruns on we, TBS. Or we just have like a Rick and Morty quote. There we go. Yeah. Goose egg sports. You just have to be smart to get it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know any Rick and Morty quotes. Just trying to I've never one. seen it. What? Pickle Rick? Is that a one? Yeah. A, I turned myself into a pickle. Yeah, that's a one. I mean, come on, though. That's a classic. That's uh, a great A man episode. turned himself into a pickle? Yeah. Peak comedy. That is peak comedy. You guys wouldn't get it. No. Do you watch Rick and Morty? I don't. Me neither. I think Jared does. <laughs> I watch it. I like it. It's actually a good show. I've heard it actually is good. It's just one of those things where the fans have gotten so annoying about exactly. it that you can't really enjoy it. Exactly. It's like The Office. A little bit. Yeah. For a completely different reason. Do Office mean? fans don't like say they're smarter than anyone. Office fans are just like, it's my comfort show. Yeah, it's true. It's something you fall asleep to. Yeah, exactly. Or I love the, uh, I love Kevin spilling the chili. Yeah, yeah, yeah Stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Or they can bitch about like, oh, the office is great, but the intro is so loud. I've never heard that oh, one. Oh, really? Yeah, that's, that. that's funny. Because like a lot of people fall asleep to the office, mm-hmm. but then the intro hurt, hits and it gets really loud. I have a great idea for those people. Turn it off. off. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Or yeah, like the show got way worse after Michael Scott left. Yeah, yeah. That's a good one. Beautiful. Is there any uh cliches we missed before we wrap this? Not that I can think up? of, but I, I feel attacked. Do you? Do. Are, are you these cliche guys? Or Partially, are the, I, do you fall asleep to the office, Noah? I don't. My roommate used to, and I can't. Well, you're gen, I can't you're attest. Gen, you're Gen Z's. You probably fall asleep to like Parks and Rec. No. <laughs> family guy family guy family guy really yeah that's a good one i can you are edgy aren't you so you do have that edgy humor edgy uh nelk um i like this guy we can fall asleep to nelk yeah ow (laughs) how do you fall so dropped (laughs) oh babe babe what's it babe fall asleep the new episode of nelk just dropped turn it on all right, boys, we're full sending in this one. <laughs> As you're, nothing better than listening to people just scream into a camera while you're falling into the pillow. I love waking up at 3 a.m. to just full sends. Yeah, oh, God. Waking up to 3 a.m. and you see someone vaping in someone's face. Oh, <laughs> just these pranks. So sick. So sick, dude. I would, I'm going to try that today. I'm going to try to fall asleep to Nelk. <laughs> You're full slumber. Hey, let me know how you let full me know. slumber. <laughs> let me know how you feel waking up. I yeah. bet you feel 10 times better. I bet I feel 10 times sicker probably figuratively yeah yeah Yeah. i hope i don't actually wake up ill (laughs) (laughs) wake up like (laughs) vomiting profusely (laughs) what what happened to you i was watching (laughs) nelk last night man i was watching nelk and now my belly ache (laughs) i I, I, I threw up (laughs) they did they took they took three versions to miami (laughs) 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 tell me ache (laughs) I'm going to try that tonight. You should. 
Yeah, I'll report back and tell you how it all was. But uh, you You're guys have some weird dreams. Oh, it's gonna be a nightmare, probably. Actually, it'll be a sweet dream. Sweet. I'm sure. <laughs> we'll see. It'll be a scent dream for sure. Uh, you guys got anything else before we wrap this puppy up? Um, enjoy the weekend. Yeah. Um, why not? Put some good bets down. I would just bet all the underdogs for the Sweet Six. Really? Just bet them. Why? Just why not? Just why not? I feel like there's be a lot of upsets. Okay, I like that. It's kind of a hot take by me predicting upsets. No, I think Kansas loses. I will say that I'm betting against Kansas. Yeah, that could happen. They're, they look they're the good, they're, they're the one seed I believe in the least. Okay. I don't know why. Okay. I think it's, if there's one seed that's gonna make it, it's Gonzaga. Well, I feel the opposite. You think Gonzaga? I think Gonzaga's a vulnerable. They got that Timmy guy though. He's sick. He's just got a cool Fu Manchu. Yeah, but I think that's cool. You're watching too much Nelk, man. That's sick. He's sick. Yeah, just judging a basketball team based off of their star player. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's very Nelk of me. Yeah. I, I like I like the betting on the underdogs thing. I like that. How much better does it feel letting people know exactly that you picked Thank an underdog? I, I just knew. I just had. Even a though you bet all of them. Yeah, <laughs> there's another cliche right there. Yeah, it's like, yeah. You, if you watched them all year, you would know. They no, I had them in my bracket. I had that. Oh, absolutely, bracket no, seventeen out of forty three. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, I just fucking nailed it again. Yeah, absolutely nailed it. Well. Thank you for joining us, Noah. Thanks, Noah. Thanks for having Thanks, me, Noah. guys. Now, we're going to make you get back to work here real soon. Okay. Back to work. All right. We'll see you guys later. Have a great weekend, and let's go Providence. Let's go Arizona. Let's go Arizona as well. I'll take that. All right. Peace.